0: boost conversion at an average order value. With free bold apps for 14 days, there's no excuse not to try and boost your sales this year. To get this special offer, go to boldcommerce.com slash kurt. That's boldcommerce.com slash k-u-r-t. Friends, you remember chatbots, right? Back in 2016, Facebook opened up Messenger bots. Like, it opened up this huge possibility. Like, we'd seen chatbots prior to then. They're like live chat widgets uh, used for customer support. And then they said, hey, you could just plug these in to Messenger. And, like, quickly, by 2017, it felt like we'd hit peak chatbots. Everything was chatbots. By 2019, we're not hearing about them anymore. But that doesn't mean they ever went away. Certainly they didn't. And now we're seeing a resurgence of chatbots, right? Now, I love automation and AI, and you know, we're always looking for what can we do to increase our, our return on ad spend or ROI, uh, marketing efficiency ratio, whatever you wanna call it. But man, I love automation and AI. Let's revisit chatbots. So here's my promise to you today. At the very least, you're gonna benefit if you wanna use Instagram to get more sales. Let's say you're already on Instagram. This This one's probably worth your time. If you're curious about chatbots, 100% worth your time. And that's the minimum, if you're lucky, if you fit in a, a particular category, you may two to 10 extra sales using what you learned here today on Instagram. And of course, if you do, I'd love to hear about it. And so I don't know particularly much about chatbots. I cannot explain this to you, but I have someone who can. I heard her talk uh, at, at Blue Ribbon Mastermind in Miami. I loved it, and so we are joined today by Natasha Willis. She is the, the co founder of School of Bots. I love this name, where she's helped train over 14,000 businesses to use AI chat funnels to grow revenue. Notice she didn't call them bots, but we'll get to that. Her expertise comes from generating 30 million in sales for clients like Founder, ClickFunnels, MindValley, and she's spoken at 160 events alongside folks like Gary Vaynerchuk, Richard Branson, and has been featured in Forbes Entrepreneur and more. Natasha. Uh, Oh my gosh, I forgot to introduce myself. This is the unofficial Shopify podcast, and I'm your host, Kurt Elster. Tech nasty, Natasha, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for that killer intro.
1: That was amazing. And I think hopefully we've got people hooked based on everything you shared as well. So I'm really excited for us to dive in. I love your energy and how you run things here. So I'm just looking forward to sharing as much as I can with everybody who's listening.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, well, before we dive into it, and I, I, you know, I, I really think I touched on it in the bio. But why should we listen to you? Like, what? Who are you to chatbots? Why, <laughs> why are you? Why are you king of chatbots here? Fair. So
1: back in 2016, when chatbots started getting used for marketing, because Facebook kind of pioneered this concept. Up until then, you alluded to it in your intro, but chatbots or automated chat experiences primarily lived on websites. You would go to a site, you see you know, a live chat widget, and then you've got to wait in a queue or you know, hopefully hear back from somebody as soon as you can. We've got phone kind of chat automation as well, where you can hit certain numbers and get uh, routed to where you need to go. But they were all pretty terrible experiences, and they also didn't allow for discoverability, meaning actual marketing, finding new people who get to your business and get to speak with you. And so doing this on social media, particularly on Facebook, was where this kind of all started. So that was in 2016 when I found out about this and I watched F8, which is Facebook's annual developer conference. They announced this and I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Now for context, at the time I was one semester into college At the university of southern california and i hated it i had read the four-hour work week too so you know my naive 18 19 year old brain was like i should go start a first business and travel and like dive into a new industry i have no idea what i'm doing i'm gonna leave college and kind of start this (laughs) and so ended up doing that within a year we were able to sign on clients like matthew hussey and mind valley to build out these messenger bot systems for them and the thing that we learned along the way was that This wasn't just about customer support and being reactive, but actually being proactive, starting conversations with people that then lead to increased revenue, increased conversion rates, increased customer lifetime value, all the things we'll get into today when it comes to Instagram, which is newer. And um, over the last five years now, then we've been able to send over 20 million messages on behalf of our clients, some of whom you mentioned, and other ones specifically for Instagram that we have recently started with, like Amy Porterfield, Jenna Kutcher, Boss Babe, The Future, Chris Doe, and many others that we've been lucky to work with and test us out for and scale these systems for. So long story short, I would say that I'm one of the few people on the planet, to be frank, who has like spent so much time on analyzing data in this, testing, and really seeing what works and what converts best. So just hoping to be able to share that with all of you guys here in terms of what I'm seeing and specifically for e-com, how you guys can be growing your sales with this.
0: And what's crazy is because it's such a new thing. Like our industry is so young, right? you know e-commerce itself really if you're being generous has been around 25 years. And so chatbots have been around like in this context have been around 6 years and you were there the whole time. Yep, exactly. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you think about the time frame it, it's it's pretty wild. And so like by definition you're one of the most experienced people on the planet with this. When you phrase it like that, it's wild. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting that I hear I think about a lot is you said, you know, I was a, a freshman in college. I read the four hour work week. And then you thought, why not me? And so many people did the same thing where like, you know, I was out of college, but like mid twenties, zero responsibilities. Uh, and luckily um, and you know through privilege, no debt at the time. And so I was able to start a business and I really didn't like, I, the risk didn't even occur to me. And at the time, like we were in a recession. So getting a job was not, not even close to easy. I just think about how sometimes I wonder if I knew more, would I have done it? That advantage to not knowing what you don't know. Sometimes being naive is is a bonus because you could take risks because you don't know the risks.
1: Yes,
0: exactly. And I've actually had this conversation a lot in the last
1: year with mentors and people who are much older than me and very experienced. Who are like, yeah, if I was, you know, going back today with the same person, I would not have done what I did, which then made me a hundred million dollars or you know more, right? Just because you were able to take those risks by just not knowing what you didn't know. Like I didn't even think failure would really be an option. I was just like, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go do something else, right? And luckily, it did. Um, but not to say that it's been painful free or easy by any means
0: oh of course yeah no you still you still have all those struggles along the way but like by then you've got the momentum and you've started so you're like all right it's either like forward pivot or quit so back to chatbots certainly chatbots aren't for everybody or maybe they are but who in your experience who is this right and wrong for
1: Yes. And I think this is important because oftentimes there's so much noise online and for newer business owners or people who are maybe even just considering starting an e-commerce store, or starting their first business, they see all these different marketing methods and things they can be doing. And I think oftentimes to get caught up and kind of forget about the basics and the fundamentals. So ultimately I would recommend that if you are just starting your business uh, and you know, you don't quite yet know what's actually going to consistently sell, you don't have uh, consistent sales. And more importantly, you just haven't built out your marketing method and system. Like you don't have emails going, you're not posting content consistently. You're not running paid traffic, whatever that looks like for your business model. Then I wouldn't explore this until you have that baseline. Now, if you are there where you're like, yeah, we've got consistent sales coming in each month, whatever amount that looks like doesn't really matter just as long as it's a little bit more predictable than you just starting out green, then this can work for you. Because the thing is that once you implement this, you can think about these experiences that we're going to talk about that happen inside of Instagram DM, kind of like you have all these different landing pages, different email sequences. It's the same thing, except they're all these chat funnels. And so they can speak seamlessly to each other on the back end. If you've got, let's say, 10 different free shipping offers on landing pages and discount codes and all these things, they can all be represented as their own AI chat funnel. So I think once you've established that, then it's much easier to say, hey, this has worked for us so far far, very bare bones, ads to landing page, whatever, just to the store. So now let's try to replicate that funnel inside of a chat bot. And that to me is the best place that you can start because again, there's so much noise and it can get a little bit complex as you dive deeper and deeper into doing this in chat. So being able to start with a simple use case like that, knowing that it'll likely convert and work for you. Cause it already has, I believe is the best place you can start.
0: So look for you know, What do we have working now? Is it relatively straightforward? And then, okay, start with that that one simple one. So we could d- dip our toe in the water and try this. But it sounds like a big advantage. You don't necessarily have to go like super convoluted and complex. Like when you're dealing with something that's essentially a decision tree and a, you know, a fancy, especially for someone like me who likes to fiddle with toys, right? Um, it's very easy to, especially your first time out, like really overcomplicate it then not know where you went wrong, get frustrated and go, well, that didn't work. And really it's like, well, because you tried to do way too much out of the gate, right? So what I'm hearing is like, uh, lean on past experience and then run before you can walk.
1: Exactly. Beautifully said. And oftentimes, again, with all the tech tools that are available at our disposal now, I think it's very easy to get caught up and here are all the possibilities. Where do I start? And so really my goal, which you alluded to at the beginning, is just give people a starting point here in terms of how you can test this out. And it begins by identifying what is a proven sales process or customer journey or funnel, if you will, that has already worked for you that we could try to duplicate into, like you said, a decision tree kind of chat funnel that allows people to convert ideally at a higher rate than your current
0: process. And so it'd be like, uh, so if I'm on Shopify, a lot of people are on Klaviyo, does you know nice automation workflows with email or SMS. If I know there's one that performs really well, like I've got a welcome series, you know, all right, can I condense that? Can I make that work? Would be what I'm looking for.
1: Yes. And to maybe even back up further, it'd be like, well, what happens when people come to your website? Do you have a typical discount code pop up, right? Or a spin the wheel or something like that, that immediately shows up for new buyers, new customers, or even recurring ones. And so if we're looking at that new customer journey, then being able to take somebody, which we'll go through this whole process. So I don't want to jump the gun too much, but for example, one of the ways you can use this on the organic side, which I recommend you do, even if organic is not where you're getting most of your leads, it's still helpful to have this setup, you'd be surprised how many leads will come in where somebody can comment on your Instagram post and then they can receive an automated message from you that says something like, Hey, sounds like you're interested in X product. Uh, would you like a 10% off discount code? I can share that with you right now. And then there will be a button that kind of leads them into that conversation where they can say, yes, I want that. And now in that conversation back and forth, this whole thing is automated, but it allows somebody to share their email with you, just like they would on a pop-up on your website. And then you say, perfect, here's a discount code, and then link them to your website. And that's how they can begin their purchase journey. And the benefit to that then is obviously now you get them onto your Klaviyo list and you can send them email sequences and things there as well. So that's just one simple use case to start out with that I would recommend people think about first instead of something more like a welcome series, just because this ties it to a sale and people can see, okay, that's how I can actually generate ROI from this.
0: So just because you said, hey straight out the gate, don't overcomplicate it. And I said, you're right. And then my first, when I tried to like, all right, I'm gonna think through this to apply it, I immediately overcomplicated it. (laughs)
1: Yes. So a real-time case study, right? Because already you and your brain, though, know all the things that you're doing. So you're like, we could use this for this, 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 X, Y, Z. But yeah, just keeping it super simple. A discount code, I think, is the easiest way or maybe a bonus that they're going to get if they spend X amount. And to get that, you know, they need to go into the DMs and learn about it before they go to your site. So the offer on the front end, ultimately, if you're listening and you have an offer that's worked for you, then I would just go with that, whatever that actually looks like for you, even if it's not one of those two examples.
0: Okay. So we touched on not necessarily a misconception, but like a, a common mistake, you know, going too complex to start. Are there, give me some of those other common mistakes or maybe misconceptions? Yeah, I think there's two
1: that we can go to and one of them's a little more high level. So to start tactically, what I often see people do is they will use a trigger like the comment on a post and then they just send one auto responder right after that that doesn't really start a conversation instead it's just cool here's the link go buy something for me and that's not how a conversation works. If you were speaking with a friend and they were like, Hey, you should totally check out this product. You know, they're not necessary, like you're going to feel like you want to reply to them. And then maybe there's a little bit of that back and forth. Just one of many examples, you know, if you think about how you typically speak with colleagues, with friends, with whoever online on all the messaging apps. So you want to treat it the same way, like someone would expect to be speaking to a friend. So instead of just saying, Hey, here's the link, go buy," instead it's like, Hey, it sounds like you're interested in this. Like, is that right? And then and now you can actually guide them through a conversation, even if it's only a couple of steps, like, yes, okay, cool. Here's the link. At least that makes it a conversation instead of just treating this like you would with an email. Because with email, people aren't expecting to feel like they should reply they know they probably aren't going to get a personalized response or a quick response from you so they're just going to skim the email and it's much more like a one-way street where they click something if they're interested or they click out if it's not interesting enough and so this is very much a two-way street and i think that's so important to keep in mind as you go into this with literally anything that you're going to build out so that's the first thing does that make sense
0: yeah so i would this lines up with my experience with chatbots. would be like you see a post that's like hey we just put together this this pdf report and if you want it, we'll send it to you. Just got to comment below, I want that. And then you comment and you just get a link to the PDF. So, like, it makes it very transactional. And it really replicates, like, I opted in in a form and then I got an email with a link. And you're saying, hey, that just isn't the nature of, like, DMs. Within that format, within that context, It it's not going to have the effect you want. And so you have to make it conversational. And my wife Chuck she said, I have to teach you how to be human. So when someone <laughs> talks and like she does talky hand motion, she goes, then you talk in kind and talky hand motion with the other hand. I'm like, oh, that's the thing I've been missing. Well, I guess this is the same true of uh, our, our early chatbot users. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> that's a perfect little <laughs> visual for people to think about. So that would be the biggest mistake I see people do. And then in terms of misconception to touch on that as well, I think the biggest misconception, or just like doubt, limiting belief, whatever you want to call it, that I see business owners have is well, hey, do people really want to interact with me in this way? Like, I'm a little bit afraid to put too much automation out there because what if people feel like it's generic, it's not personalized, it's a bad experience? So, it's ultimately, spammy.
0: that's the one I hear. Oh, is it spammy? It's like similar resistance yes. to SMS.
1: Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, most companies are doing SMS, in my opinion, pretty wrong. Because like you said, it's it's very transactional to where it's like, all right, I'm just going to get a bunch of salesy messages. Like, it doesn't feel personalized. Like, this is clearly – if you can tell that it's a company that's texting you instead of a friend when you just look at the text and not even who the text is from, then you're probably doing SMS wrong. <laughs> so. Just a little note on that. But when it comes to how to think about this, I think there's a bit of a mindset shift, whether you're like, I'm all for automation, et cetera, but this is something new. So to kind of open your mind to the idea of something that I love that the CMO of Amazon Prime Video and I were talking about a couple of weeks ago, and that part of the business is like $187 billion like valued at, but it's a media company and they run marketing campaigns in lots of different countries, different languages, et cetera. So I think it applies to any company regardless of what you do. And what she said was that one of the biggest things we're betting on right now is that in the future, in order to sustain growth and actually flourish as a company, you will have to equally combine human creativity and input with automation and AI. And I think that's a really nice, like understandable way to think about it because AI as of right now is only as good as a human input that actually goes into it. If you guys have a Use tools like Jasper.ai previously called Jarvis, right? Like this copywriting tool. It's a great platform, but at the end of the day also, It can only be as aligned with your brand as you want it to be if you give it good stuff that then it can spit out something that's related to that. And I think that this human creativity element will always be so important. And yet, if you think about our businesses today, most people are so strapped for time and are having to do all these repetitive tasks or create all these new things all the time that instead automation and AI will be able to help with more consistently in the future. So it allows you to free up your mind space and also your time to be more creative and therefore. Or feed AI and automation even better ideas that will continue to help you grow your business. And this is the same thing. We're really just in the infancy of the space when it comes to automation and AI. But if you think about that vision for the future and how it actually helps you, it helps your audience, helps your business grow, then understanding how this can benefit you and still be in brand voice alignment, you can make sure it's a good experience. All of that really comes down to you just executing properly and knowing what to do in the conversation, which is my goal to share with you guys today, instead of approaching it like what we just described, where it's very transactional and just one message because people, once again, are strapped for time, maybe not using automation and AI as much as they could be in their business.
0: This episode was brought to you by the team at Rewind, a trusted Shopify app since 2015. If you're a Shopify partner, join leading agencies like Milk Bottle Labs, Velstar, and Mac Digital Designs, and more in the Rewind Agency Partner Program. You can earn up to $2,000 for recommending Rewind to your clients, and you can rest easy knowing that the hard work you've done for your clients is protected. If you're a merchant, feel confident and enjoy peace of mind that your store is always safe with automated backups. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Learn more by looking up Rewind in the Shopify app store or visit rewind.com. Best of all, visit rewind.com slash Kurt Elster and get a 30 day free trial. Oh, wow. I love, I love this approach, this like strategy, this vision, this way of looking at AI tools and how they apply to our business. It's fantastic because certainly everyone has thought to themselves, if only... I could clone myself. I have so much to do, so little time. I wish, can there just be more me's? That's the way you should approach AI tools. If there is a process that you do repetitively, can you, you know, obviously like you're doing it, it's in your voice. Can you then make an AI tool to leverage what you're doing? And that's how you go to -to one-to-many communication in a totally authentic and scalable way. That is the magic of this. And you said yes. I mean you got to name drop this CMO of Prime Video, which is like the coolest thing ever. I was I'm very jealous of that. That's super cool. But that approach, it it works equally well for a small bootstrap business as it does for enterprise. And I think that's there's kind of a, a democratization um with that occurs with these these AI tools because they're accessible, they're easy to use, and they are coming fast. Yes. So I've just exactly. been thinking a lot about AI tools. And so all right, exciting stuff on the horizon. Um, Yeah,
1: if I can add one thing because it just made me think about I love how you said this is essentially like cloning yourself. Like to think about AI automation tools in that way, I think really hits home and probably helps people better understand this. And to go a step further when it comes to actually implementing this, it quite frankly allows you to do that. Because in the DMs, if even if you're an e commerce store and maybe you're like, hey, we're not really a personality brand or like really use our faces too much in our marketing, but humans want to talk to humans. So the benefit of the DMs instead of a landing page or email or whatever, is you can send things like selfie videos and images and voice notes. And these have converted really well for us because again, it's native to the channel. And quite frankly, you are cloning yourself across millions of conversations that can all happen at the same time with all of your leads at once. So it's a really incredible way to connect with people at a deeper level than has ever been possible. Even though they're interacting with your likeness, not necessarily you in real time manually, it still is real time for them. And it's Good enough to where it gets the result that you want and people are happy with the experience There's no like negative aspect of it when you do it that way So just wanted to throw that in there that that's just one of the many ways that this actually plays out on this channel
0: I could record a a, like portrait selfie video And then I can have uh, I can have a dm instagram dm funnel that just sends that out automatically correct
1: and so, for example, if we go back to somebody commenting on your post and they get an automated message from you, the first automated message, and this is based on how Instagram rules work right now, you can't have any media in the first one. But as soon as somebody says, yes, I want it, now you're freed up to use whatever media you want. So let's say somebody says, yes, right after that, they get a video from you and you're like, hey, it's Kurt, you know, I own this store, XYZ, like I'm super stoked for you to, to get something from us. This means a lot to us. We're a family business, whatever, like whatever you kind of want to throw in there, right, to, to introduce yourself to people. And they're like, wow, this is amazing. I, uh, I immediately feel a connection to this business. I want to support them, whatever. And then now you're like, so just click the button below and you can check out, you know, our products. We've got a 10% off discount for you. Like really hope you like them. Let us know if we can help with anything. And immediately now you feel like you've talked to them, even though you haven't actually spoken with a human, but it feels that way in the conversation. So that's just one way that it can be used.
0: You know, I think you, you did hear from a human. It was just the, the way we, we prompted True. when we delivered the message, that was the part we automated. But yes. the message itself, I mean, it's still totally legitimate. It's not like we deep faked our way to success yeah. here. <laughs> Though I'm sure like in two years, we're, you'll be back and we'll be talking about these deep fake selfie videos that are all the rage. Oh my um, gosh.
1: Yeah. Next level.
0: <laughs> well, that's a, you know, a mantra on the show from the beginning it has been people buy from people, not brands. Like it is just much easier to sell as a person than it is as you know a, a disembodied logo. Um, yes, and so I, I really like that, and that gives you a big advantage over email. I can't embed video in email. I can link to it. I can't embed it yep. in SMS. But like you know, I can link to it. this one. I can get it into the message, which is very cool, and that's like kind of the native format of these these social apps now. Right. Um. You touched on the, there are rules to how we could play in Meta's sandbox with these these auto automations. Um, you said the first is like no media until they reply.
1: Correct. So, and this gets a little bit into the nuances of like what will likely continue to evolve over time, but to get into some of the logistics, um, it's different for each of the opt-in points and we can totally go into all of these. There's over eight different ways that we can cover in terms of how you can start a conversation proactively with people automatically. So if somebody is commenting from a post in the first message they get, Meta is keeping it super simple where you can just put text in and then buttons. And after somebody engages with that, then they can get a video, audio, image or just text back from you. Now, on the other hand, if somebody replies to your story, you say, Hey, we've got a black Friday sale going on. Just comment, you know, black Friday or reply black Friday to this. Po- uh, oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> Let's back up. So somebody sees your story and you're like, Hey, reply back black Friday and I'll send you, you know, the link to the sale. And then they reply Black Friday. You can actually send media directly to them right after that. So you could have another selfie video or text, voice note, whatever you want. So there's just very small nuances that, to be honest, probably don't matter too much, like in the grand scheme of things as we're talking about it. Cause really, I just want people to understand what's possible in the main conversation. Um, but if we're talking about those little logistics, like some of the opt in points will allow you to send media immediately, some of them won't, but then you can send it as soon as somebody like opts in, quote unquote, and starts that conversation.
0: Okay, I, this seems totally fair on both sides, right? Keeps us from, keeps people from getting spammed, spammed, and keeps our, our quality um, of our, our recipients high, right? Yeah, you know, we've been talking about Instagram, and we. And meta does this work on facebook messenger or is this like purely instagram dms
1: Yeah, so it started with facebook messenger in 2016 and then as of and you know to go one step further as well in 2020 it opened up on whatsapp for those of you who are international and maybe talk to clients or customers there and then on instagram it opened up publicly last june so in
0: june of 2021. okay so a relatively recent thing surely you have stats on this what's the opportunity here like how many dms are flying around a day on Instagram.
1: Yeah. So on Instagram, every week, 1 billion people are messaging businesses. And every day, it's 140 billion messages that are being sent to businesses. And this was shared in 2021. Now with automation, I'd imagine it's probably a lot higher. I just don't know the most recent numbers since they like to share numbers like every two, three years. (laughs) But even that alone should be like a wake up call to be like, okay, oh my gosh, I know we get DMs. We've been ignoring them. Or I wish more people would send us DMs. So whatever side of the fence you're on, depending on just what you're doing with content and all that on Instagram um this opens up the
0: floodgates for you. And we've been using we've been using uh chatbot funnel automation interchangeably. What's like what what's the standard term here? How should we be referring to these things? Yeah. Well, like what's you mentioned <laughs>
1: Yeah, like you mentioned earlier, it's still so new that I think the industry hasn't quite found the wording that is going to really stick, let's say, over the next 20 years. So chatbot was where things started, and Facebook would call it messenger bots, chatbots. But in, on Instagram, the challenge has been that people associate the word bots with the annoying bots that you see in the comments, the unsolicited DMs you're probably all getting all the time about, hey, buy this NFT project or crypto or real estate, whatever it might be. All these like make money online schemes that run these bots and send and just like flood everyone's inboxes and comment sections. So I don't want people to think that this is what this is because that is obviously not allowed by Instagram. Whereas everything we're talking about is approved, encouraged, and in fact was created by Instagram for businesses to have more valuable interactions. So in terms of wording, what, Meta themselves are using, they're calling it DM automation. And I think that's a good and easy way to think about it. What we've done over the years though, is created what we call our AI chat funnel system, because I think that's the best way to think about it is you're taking the sales processes that Most people recognize as funnels and turning that into a chat experience while leveraging AI to do that and boost sales, et cetera. So that's what we call them our AI chat funnels on any of these platforms. But at the end of the day, they're chat bots chat bots would refer to like the whole thing. So a lot of different types of funnels can be run in a chat bot and then DM automation, just referring to like the feature itself on Instagram.
0: All right. I we've, we've done a lot of establishing here, a lot of background. I'm, I'm intrigued and I know I'm supposed to keep it simple, but I want to walk through some of your fancy funnels. Like walk me through some, some, some good examples here. I know you have them. Yeah, absolutely. So I would
1: love to maybe first, if you're cool with it, just to give people an idea of kind of how this works. And then I can lead that into one of the case studies I want to share are just the eight ways that you can start a conversation on Instagram. So people can understand like how somebody actually enters the funnel.
0: All right, I'm ready.
1: Cool. So I'll kind of fly through these, but essentially somebody can comment on a live, they can comment on a post or a reel, they can direct message you, but actually see prompts in there. Maybe some of you guys have seen that because Instagram sometimes will add them automatically for you, but you can have any kind of prompt you want to show up there. So that's helpful for leading people to a certain offer or answering FAQs. Then we've got feed and story ads. So when people click on an ad, instead of going to your landing page, it would open up a window that says, hey, like message us, there's a little prompt, and then people can start the conversation from there. Then we've got story mentions. So anytime somebody tags you guys in a story, they're like, oh my gosh, my product just got here. It's amazing, et cetera. Thanks so much. So you can start an automated conversation from that. And then in your bio is great prime real estate as well to have a DM me this certain word to get this offer. That's a great place to put that there. And then story replies as well. So those are going to be the eight ways that somebody can actually dive into the funnel, which I'm about to describe, you know, for one of our case studies. Any questions it on that? Sounds
0: like, it, it sounds like every possible way <laughs> to interact with someone on Instagram is a conceivable trigger.
1: Exactly. And that, that was most likely their intention was just like, how do we make this as easy as possible for businesses, depending on what type of content you like to put out. If you like to do lives, if you primarily post on the feed reels, like all of it stories, um, they just wanted to make it really easy to proactively start those conversations based on engagements from people.
0: Story mentions. That's the one that surprised me. That'd be kind of in like, does, I assume that I could say like, well, only if this trigger occurs you know, with these filters, then I'm going to respond with X.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. You can get, you can get pretty specific when it comes to um, what you can trigger. Some of the triggers are a little bit more simple, but then others you could say, like, if somebody messages me the word promotion and they also have the word, book in their message, and they also have the word support in their message, then I'm going to send this. So there's a lot of like, if this, then that kind of logic right now, where it's not a hundred percent AI on Instagram, on messenger and the others it is, but on Instagram, oh, really? you can do some of that conditional logic, if you will. So then that way you aim to give people the most contextual response possible. Cause obviously the waters can get a little bit muddy with certain phrases like refund, you know, like what's your refund policy versus I'm super pissed. I want to refund right now. You know, you're going to want to respond to things like that in different contexts
0: okay and so just to to clarify for people in what you're saying a lot of what we call ai is really uh, conditional logic if this happens then do this and based on your description it sounds like we could do overlapping conditional logic so it could be like you know if message contains x word and y word but not this word then send this yes And that like, okay, technically that's not actually AI, but it is more than enough to be dangerous. Yes, that's fair. And that's
1: the situation with Instagram right now. And like I mentioned with Messenger and WhatsApp and even SMS, uh, true AI exists. There It's actually using natural language processing and all that good stuff um, to detect what somebody is saying. And then it's training itself. So it's ultimately also machine learning because it's starting to get better and better over time. Whereas like you alluded to the, if this, then that conditional logic kind of stuff doesn't improve on its own. And so it does require a little bit of that human hand. Um, But to be frank, like really doesn't make a difference right now with where the industry is at. Like we get just as amazing results with conditional logic as we do with AI as of right now.
0: And with the the fancy AI version, uh, can it do sentiment analysis where it goes, I think this is a negative message. Yes, exactly. So there's
1: so much to it that it can detect, um, which is ultimately where everything is going. But Instagram is so new. And I think Meta did a really good job rolling it out where they're like slowly adding on features so they don't overload, you know, their servers and team also as well. Um, So there are some of those limits right now. But, you know, over time, you at least starting to test something out literally as soon as you finish listening to this podcast and like go try to create something yourself, you know, this will allow you to be ready to implement things like True AI on the platform when they become available, instead of that being yet another new thing you're having to understand and learn.
0: Yeah, good point. And, you know, smart to roll it out in phases for a number of reasons. As all right, I, my triggers are my starting conditions and triggers are just about any way you can interact on Instagram, yeah. and my my logic limitation is you know it it if then else, which is fine. What's next?
1: Cool. So we can dive into, to kind of go back to your question then, now that I think we've set the stage a little bit, just in terms of understanding how you can trigger these funnels. So I can share a couple of case studies. And the first one that I personally love is my favorite, just because it really highlights the difference between sending someone to a chat instead of to a landing page is One of the biggest challenges, some of the biggest challenges with landing pages are A, like you're not getting guaranteed communication with somebody. They come to your landing page, majority of people don't opt in and then you're optimizing, but you're only optimizing to capture minority of traffic. And so the benefit when somebody does one of these eight things on Instagram is you immediately get a guaranteed communication channel that you can send follow-up messages on, even if they didn't yet say, yes, here's my email to get this offer, or yes, I want this offer. You can at least figure out how you can best serve them. So that's, you know, one of the benefits. And so what we were able to do with founder, for example, who have millions of followers on Instagram is they have a best performing webinar, like most companies do, and their landing page for that got 23% conversion rate on average, you know, month to month. And so we were able to take that same process of actually capturing an email for the webinar and better yet also nurturing the lead, which I'll get to in a moment. And we were able to take the registration rate of people from that 23% to 70% inside of the chat. So that allows us A, to capture a lot more leads on the front end. B, a lot of those leads come from organic content who maybe didn't engage before, but now that you're inviting them to engage in this new way, they're incentivized to comment on your stuff or engage with your story etc. And then on the back end, this made over $60,000 in new revenue in the first 30 days of it being implemented because we're also nurturing people through that whole conversation. It's not just transactional like a landing page, but we're actually getting a chance to get to know people, get real-time feedback from them, find out about their goals and challenges and these kinds of things. So by the time they get to the webinar, also they're a lot more nurtured than somebody would be if they just got emails, for example.
0: Incredible, Right? <laughs> right. Nah, I got nothing to add to that. And I mean, it, it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty mind-blowing because like I mentioned, we've been doing this for a long, long time. And Messenger, we've gotten incredible results there. But with Instagram, it happens so fast. And the amount of conversations that we can just start, which obviously then leads to a lot more leads, is just insane. Like the people wanting to actually engage in this way was was super surprising to me. Um, not necessarily like new, but just knowing like, wow, the scale of this is, is kind of insane. Um, so another example I'll share is for Mind Valley, for example, we were able to increase just by doing this on stories. We didn't even do this on posts, I think at the time, because this was actually in the beta as well of this being available. So we're like, let's just test something out and kind of see how it goes. And we were able to increase leads for them for their free offers by 800% by doing this instead of uh, doing story links or sending people to the link in bio. So that was a huge just overall lead gen increase for them where, again, people wanna engage, they wanna know more about your stuff before they actually go over to, to the landing page or give you their email or whatever, and so this allowed the avenue for that.
0: Didn't get that BB gun you wanted for Christmas? With Zipify pages, the only thing you'll shoot is your Shopify revenue through the roof. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Zipify Pages is a powerful landing page and Sales Funnel Builder for Shopify merchants. All Zipify templates are tested and proven by a $165 million e-commerce brand. So you know they actually work. This holiday season, you could copy entire templates like Black Friday sales pages and proven holiday promos or use the drag and drop builder to create your own custom templates. Then, publish your pages directly onto your Shopify store, and you don't need a designer or developer. Plus, all pages are optimized for mobile, and built-in split testing helps you maximize your results. It's no wonder Zipify Pages is used by over 5,000 Shopify merchants. To start your free trial in time for the holidays, go to Zipify.com slash Kurt. That's zipif dot slash K-U-R-T. And to get an unadvertised gift, email help at Zipify.com and ask for the Tech Nasty bonus. Tech Nasty. So it sounds like the fact that a lot of this happens in app, which is really like the struggle especially in e-commerce if you're with those social channels is, well, how do I get them? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm interacting with them in the app and I could stay top of mind and build a relationship that way. But how do I get them out of the app and onto my website, right? They gotta make a purchase. Yeah. And it, it sounds like this this really uh, helps bridge that divide and lower uh, the the barrier to entry to having that relationship. Yep, exactly.
1: And, and to be fair as well, with like Instagram shop, you know, rolling out and um, we haven't talked too much about like tech stack and how to do this, but you can integrate... Shopify with your chatbot platform of choice. And then that allows you to also do things like abandoned cart messages um, or even just knowing if somebody from the DMs actually then bought on your store. And then eventually as Instagram shop gets better with these automatic integrations, people will be able to do their entire purchase inside of the DMs automatically. They can already manually do it, but um, automatically actually being able to present that stuff to them is still kind of in the works. So that's coming very soon as well.
0: I was going to say, imagine that's like right around the corner.
1: Yep. Right around the corner. And speaking of stuff that's right around the corner, one of the features that just recently dropped, which we knew was coming because they announced it in May of 2022. But, you know, they like to take their time, like we said, kind of slowly rolling things out, doing betas, and then eventually publicly releasing, is now you can create a DM subscriber list. And you can actually have multiple types of lists, just like you have different email segments. So for example, if you were going to do a Black Friday sale and you want to use a wait list as a strategy, then you could in the weeks before Black Friday say, hey, comment, reply to these stories, etc. For example, the word VIP to get first dibs on our Black Friday sale. And then when Black Friday rolls around, you can send outbound messages to that list so people would get an Instagram DM from you and you're kind of broadcasting out to them just like you would broadcast out to your email list or maybe some of you who have SMS lists as well. And the open rates on this are like 80% plus and click rates usually for us are 60% and above. As long as, again, and everything's framed as a conversation, right? So you're able to to make it not feel so transactional, like those. Annoying SMSs you'll get where you're like, that's a company, not a friend, Um, but actually being able to start that conversation, answer questions, like check in on them, provide just a little bit of that humanization of it, and then take them to the sale. That's a huge unlock, I think, especially for e-commerce. And even, you know, we can go further into all the different use cases, like increasing customer lifetime value by being able to send Instagram DMs to people who are on a subscription with you so they can manage their subscription or so you can upsell them into a subscription. Um, And then other lists as well, where if you do product launches each month, if you've got a newsletter, all that stuff now can be sent to these DM lists that you start to create on Instagram.
0: So can they, all right, now I'm thinking through, it's like, hey, uh, you know, welcome, thanks for your purchase. Can we, what do you want to know about? Can we inform you about everything, sales or new product launches? And then it's like ABC and they choose your own adventure, they pick, and now they're like segmented to that list.
1: Yes, that's definitely one way that you could do it. Really, the possibilities are endless. Like, whatever makes the most sense for your brand, what you guys typically communicate with customers about, or what you wish you would do more of, this just makes it really easy to have people segment and kind of choose those types of categories or topics that they want to hear about from you.
0: I want to overcomplicate it so badly (laughs) on my first time out the gate. Like, my wife has this, uh, a, a Disney Disney world planning blog. and We run it on Shopify and a lot of like info products. And I'm just like, my head is spinning with the stuff she could do because a lot of her audience is on Instagram. And when she yeah. goes to the parks and does like stories, engagement's insane. And so having like, this just really um, could work out very well for you know, anyone who's got that, that high engagement audience on, on Instagram already. It's like you're the wheels should be turning.
1: Yeah. And, and to be fair as well, for those of you who are like, well, I've got a thousand followers or we've got 5,000, 10,000, whatever, we've seen some pretty insane results as well. Like we've helped over 5,000 people create their first DM funnel or AI chat funnel with very simple, like a two-step story sequence. So just saying like some kind of engagement on the first story. And then the second story saying, Hey, reply back with this word. And then taking them through very simple, just email capture, but conversationally, you know, in the DMs, and we've had people make twenty five thousand dollars in a day you know for their e-commerce store simply by doing that on really small accounts and three thousand dollars five hundred like I mean just at the end of the day it just opens up this new channel to create more conversations and I think that there's almost no way to argue with the fact that if you were having more conversations with people who are looking at your stuff on social media, you would make more sales
0: what else let's do it this way I'm an e-commerce store I have uh, you know, 15, 20,000 followers on Instagram. I'm, I'm posted to it. I'm doing my stories daily. What's, and I'm, I'm setting up like one flow. What am I doing?
1: Yep. So to actually go back to the example, I just shared the easiest way to get people in because 50% of conversations on Instagram from people to businesses are started on stories, 40% from posts and 10% from the actual profile where it says message us stories makes complete sense because the main call to action on a story literally is send message fill it in, you know, send something back. So makes sense that it's set up that way right now, the way they're seeing the stats. So what you can do is set up a simple two-step story sequence. Now Instagram says that story sequences, meaning stories that all kind of tie together of three or more stories get the most engagement. And it makes sense because people are kind of following along a little storyline now. And so if you just start with two though, we have found this can be just as effective where the first story has some kind of pain point question Or, hey, did you know XYZ? So to your point about, hey, I'm an e-commerce store, 15K, 20K followers, let's say that you are a clean beauty brand. And a lot of people don't know that there's toxic ingredients in their beauty products. So your first story could say something like, hey, did you know that your mascara has tar XYZ ingredients or whatever? And you have a poll and that says, yes, and I'm curious. Or for this one, actually, for example, it would be something like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that, or something kind of conversational. The alternative to this would be something like, um, hey, are you struggling to you know, sleep better at night? And let's say you're a mouth tape company or something crazy, right? And so then the poll could say something like, yes, or like, I'm curious. We never have a no option in the poll. So that's just a key tactic there. Because if somebody's not interested, they'll just scroll away. But this allows pretty much everybody to engage with that first story. Now in the second story, this is where you'll say, great, you introduce a little bit about what you want to lead people to next. So if this is going to be some kind of discount code they can get, or if you're wanting to just get people's emails or sign them up for something that's coming up, let's say you're doing a, a webinar for your e-commerce store, whatever that is on the second story, share a little bit of that context and then have the CTA. You can choose whatever word you want. There's a lot of logistic and small things around the words, but just choose something simple. That's specific to your business, All right? So if I'm the clean beauty brand, then maybe I say just reply back to the story mascara and we'll share more with you as well as a discount code to get your first bottle of our mascara so that's the first part of like the traffic then somebody comes into the dms and like we talked about earlier you don't want to right off the bat be like cool here's a link to buy hope you go buy it. (laughs) Instead, we're going to start the conversation. We're going to say, hey, it sounds like you're interested in learning more about how, you know, your beauty products could contain some toxic ingredients. We'd love to help educate you and help you get some new clean beauty products into your cabinet, whatever. And then click here to learn more about that. Yes, And so then there's a button that would say yes they can click into that and now in the next message you can either keep it super simple and be like cool um here's the discount code here's the link to our site there's a lot of details on that page like let us know if we can help with anything else or you could take it a step further and actually have a couple of back and forth messages that educate them about for example clean beauty in this case and then at the end capture their email you can send that email to klaviyo so you could start the abandoned cart sequence as needed and then give them the link to go and check out the product page on your Shopify store. So there's a couple ways you could approach it, but those are going to be just two simple, very, very simple paths. And the way that you actually implement all of this on your Instagram account is you can use a software called ManyChat. It's M-A-N-Y-C-H-A-T. And this is our favorite platform we've used for years for all of our clients. It's the best one I've personally found because it gives you all the marketing analytics for every single part of the conversation. So you can create all these auto In there, hook up your Instagram account super easily, and then start to see what's working. And like we said, start simple, and then you can start to make it more and more complex as you build stuff out based on the data.
0: uh, This is such a great funnel for an e-com brand, for a Shopify store. Cause you're right, like that first a lot of the engagement happens in stories. Stories just inherently lead themselves to direct messages. And so I love stories as the format. Um, and you lead with agitate the pain or pique their curiosity, one of the two. But like either way, it's it, the people that it does not apply to, they're just going to skip it, right? Like that's the other default behavior in an Instagram story is yes. swipe. And so you're not going to, this is in no way spamming. You're not hassling people with this, because either they're interested or they're not, and the not interested people know who they are. It's like it's self-selection. The people who you do have their interest raise their hand by interacting with it, and then okay, now we're going to go into the pitch. I like the, you know, the short version is easy. I like the longer version too. Um, and we always hear, well, people don't read. Well, when you like break it down in these little conversational snippets, they certainly do read. That makes life much easier. Um, and then, you know, like we're we're trying to get their email so we can pass that to Clavio. This is incredibly clever. I could see where this would be very successful and then combine it with the fact that so few brands are doing this, right? Relative to the number on Instagram, how many have sequences like this uh, implemented? How many have this kind of funnel? I would say currently very few. There's a, a big opportunity here
1: yeah absolutely you're able to play on a couple of things here like take advantage of this arbitrage right because as business owners as marketers our goal is to see where is the attention going and then how can we essentially take advantage of that arbitrage of attention and in this case you're playing on the novelty of this so a lot of people are going to message in because they're just curious like what's going (laughs) to happen like i haven't seen this before or maybe i have but like i'm still curious and then the other aspect of it is you are ultimately doing a couple of things This is all permission based. So the user has committed to replying to that story. Then they commit again to actually engaging with the conversation. And so you've got all these touch points lined up that play on that psychology. And you also are making things as human and as intimate as you possibly can in a sales process, other than actually jumping on the phone and talking to somebody, which you can't possibly do as you scale this. So this is the second best thing you can do where you can actually take them through a real time conversation. They don't have to wait for you for hours or days or weeks to get back to them. And instead you can speed up that sales process and ultimately help them just make a decision. Maybe your product's not right for them, but at least they know that in five minutes instead of in weeks after they hear back from your email support team. So lots of different things here, but I think those are the most important to highlight to just like understand how powerful this is. And like you said, a huge advantage because it is new and those who can jump on this early now are going to be able to learn how this works, get some data, really like serve your audience and customers in the best way. And then as more and more new features and channels and all these things open up, it's ultimately all the same thing, just conversational psychology, just messaging. So you'll be able to take what you learn on Instagram DM and apply this to new features on the platform as well as new messaging platforms that will show up in you know a couple of years as things continue to evolve.
0: And the tool you like for this is ManyChat. Correct. Okay. And What about you? What do you do? How can I learn more about you? Yeah. Well, ultimately, we've got everything and a lot of
1: education on our site at schoolofbots.co. And um, I think, quite frankly, if you were just to take everything we talked about here and implement it, I would love to, like Kurt said, let us know, let both of us know how it goes, because I would love to hear at least how you're experimenting and if you need any support. And uh, what I also want to encourage you guys to do to see an actual demo live would be if you go to Instagram, my handle is Natasha T. Willis. You can DM me just the word Kurt, for this podcast, I will know that you came from this so I can support you and already have some context. And more importantly, I can at least help kind of take you through the demo. You can see what it looks like. And then I can point you to a free resource that's helpful for you. So maybe it's a video. Maybe there's some slides or some kind of uh, template that I can share with you that will help you get things
0: started with this. And that's, we, we go to your Instagram and your handle one more time is Natasha T Willis. And I will link to that in the show notes, show notes, sweet. Tap or swipe up on the shore. Very informative and exciting. I have new new toys and funnels Ooh, and strategies what? to play with. <laughs> Always a good day. Keeps me busy. Yes,
1: um, I love it. Thank you so much for having me, Kurt. This was a blast. I have to say, this is probably the my favorite podcast that I've done. You are an amazing host. Like, I'm really not just trying to hype you up. I've been on quite a few podcasts talking about this with huge marketing leaders. And I love the way that you just take the conversation through, like really break it down, your analogies, everything. So hats off to you for just being an amazing host.
0: Well, thank you. I I appreciate it. Because when I started, I had no idea what I was doing. And 400 episodes later, I'm like, I'm finally figuring it out. Yeah, I don't suck at this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. It's like right around episode 300, I was like, maybe I'm good at this. (laughs) All right, Uh, Natasha, I have have chatbots to go create. And I got to go follow you on Instagram. Um, all this info is, is in the show notes. Uh, it was school School of bots, uh, Natasha T. Willis on Instagram. Uh, many chats, your favorite tool. Please uh, check all that stuff out. Let us know how it goes. Natasha, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me, Kurt. And thanks everybody for listening.
0: E commerce marketing is changing. Email is no longer the only way to build relationships with customers. SMS is now the fastest growing sales channel for online brands. And if you haven't gotten started yet, I know what you might be thinking. My customers don't want to receive text messages. Or I don't think I could drive ROI with SMS. But here's the thing SMS is where you find your best customers. You don't need to have thousands of SMS contacts to drive meaningful revenue. And merchants see up to a 250% increase in engagement and conversion rates when they pair email and SMS together. Tax marketing is here to stay, my friends. And Privy is the fastest way to get started. Privy gives you access to all the tools you need to grow your SMS list and send money making text messages. Plus, their full suite of website conversion and email marketing tools. And the cherry on top, you'll get one-on-one coaching and support no matter where you start with Privy. Ready to get started or just learn more? Go check out Privy on the Shopify app store and see how you can get started for free today.